My top two social media tips are number one, purpose. So the idea is that there's so many different things that go into the algorithm and what could get views. But now, having been fortunate enough to work with people of all different levels of followers, from thousands to millions, I don't see a correlation between the number of followers and how happy and fulfilled someone seems compared to how purpose-driven the content is. So this is really good news because what it means is I don't think you have to go be stressed about the algorithm. I think you can just look at what is really going to be the most purpose-driven content for you. So what data do you know that you wish other people knew? What really drives you? What fires you up to help other people? So this could be different for everyone, but it's a common theme that for all of us, I think we can focus less on the algorithm and more on what is our purpose. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't study and be aware of the different sources. And I will go over all that stuff I know too in this podcast just to pack as much value as I can. But in terms of the happiness, I just haven't seen as much of a correlation between all that stuff and purpose-driven content. So number one, purpose. So I have to make sure, am I actually shooting something that's purpose-driven today or am I doing it to try to get views? So this is a reminder I have to look at every time I'm gonna script and shoot a video. Number two is treating myself and others with respect. Now, I used to think this was just like treat others with respect. And this is the other side of the coin of people that I see that are like the happiest, most fulfilled people I've met that I wanted to be like just over the last 10 years of observation. They treat others with respect. Now, over time, I've come to realize, because then I found some people weren't doing as well, but they let other people walk on them. They didn't treat themselves with respect. So it does have to, I think, as a perfect statement, I do think it has to be number one purpose, number two, treating yourself and others with respect. So those are the things that are in my notes in my phone before any video ideas, podcast ideas, article ideas, to remind myself of those things because those are the things that at the end of the day are going to give me the result I want, which is me feeling good, having a life that I think is worthwhile and helping others do the same. So those are my top two social media piece of advice, but we're going to look at like an exact example here. So let's take up diet, because if you go scroll social media right now, I don't get the vibe of people making posts with purpose and treating themselves and others with respect. So if you look at my Instagram, I've actually been unfollowing 100 people a day for quite a bit now. I'm trying to go down to zero so I can rebuild. Look, it's too much to analyze all. I was following like over 7,000 pages. So I figured, let me just go back to zero. And then one by one, I'm only going to follow pages that make me feel these two things, purpose and treating themselves and others with respect. So if we look at something like diet and you go on social media, you don't see these two things. Or maybe you see the first one. Maybe you see the purpose there, but then the treating themselves and others with respect you don't see. So if we look at meat, I see posts uh, on meat that are just berating and trying to make fun and belittle vegans and the other way around, trying to berate and make fun of and belittle people who eat meat. And I promise you the problem is not the difference of opinion. Differences of opinion can exist and it's just they're always going to be difference of opinion. The fundamental mistake is thinking that because you are quote unquote right about something and someone else is wrong that you get to now treat them without respect. 
and try to wipe them out. And the reason that's wrong is because it's a flat out lie to the universe. We're a human species, so we can make up this game and think that it's okay to do that, but it's just a lie. The universe doesn't like it when you flat out lie. It's gonna come back to haunt you. It's gonna make you feel worse no matter what fake front you put up. So I've been lucky enough, I have a really good bullshit detector. And so going through and meeting so many people of different levels of success and different levels of followers, I can really tell like who are the actual happy, really fulfilled people. And they're the ones that most have these two factors in common. They're purpose driven and they're treating themselves and others with respect. So if we look at meat, if we look, I used to believe, for example, um, not to eat fruit because it was sugars and only low carb. But guess what? I'm not going to criticize someone if they're winning with low carb. I've gone years of my life low carb. Now I've gone the last few years eating lots of fruit. And then I've even gone periods of time, if we go down to vegetables, I've gone periods of time eating lots of vegetables and then eating very little vegetables because there were some arguments I saw against vegetables. But same thing for me. You're never going to see me. Everything I've written about diet, I'm just respecting what other people believe on it. And guess where I am right now? Here's what I eat. I eat my protein, I eat fruit, I eat vegetables. I eat all three. And I think that, again, if someone wants to eat however they want, you could still, even if you were purpose-driven, you could still put out the same data that you believe in, but you could still be respectful about it. You wouldn't have to throw in those conniving, nasty things to try to put other people down. That's where you start lying to the universe. That's where your own happiness starts going down. And I would say your own effectiveness starts going down. And when I started on social media, I didn't even know if you could do it this way. I didn't know if you could do it this way, where you can purely put out positive stuff and not treat anyone disrespectfully. But I saw Gary Vee and I saw this guy is, has kindness and he's crushing it on social media. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot with this knees over toes thing. This was like maybe four years ago. And I, in whatever way, since then, I've been continually trying to remind myself to stay on the kindness side. And I can honestly say I'm happier than I've ever been right now, even though before this knees over toes journey, I was depressed. And quite frankly, I kind of assumed I would always be depressed. I thought, look, my knees are bad, whatever. I'll never really be as happy as I would be if I could play basketball. Now, when I fixed my knees, I thought that I was happy because I fixed my knees, but that actually is not fully the case. And I realized what really gave, got the happiness to start flowing inside me was because I realized, holy shit, I can help other people. Boom, that ignited the fire that has me fired up and friendly to people when I wake up in the morning, even if I haven't had my coffee yet. So I was a more bitter person. And this is why I'm not some guru who has it all figured out. I got two things figured out for you, purpose, and treating yourself and others with respect. And I was just a normal, depressed, thinking I was a failure, unfulfilled, bitter, not treating people as well as I wanted to. And I was lucky enough to stumble on clues from Charles Poliquin, who used knees over toes training. And then from there, it was the ability then having that gift of helping other people. That was the difference in my happiness. Not some, not some magical, list of, of guru tricks. It was simply the fact that now I could help people. Now I had a purpose. So without even realizing it, I stumbled into a purpose. And now more recently, the reason I would say I'm happier now and I can just feel it, and it's not chasing happiness, it's chasing that purpose. Two reasons. One is 
went from having my baby boy, who I'm just obsessed with, that added a ton for my life. Now we have a baby girl. So it's almost like as a parent, there's a huge amount of purpose in being a parent and raising your kids. And I'll tell you what, if I raise my kids with two things, I know they can be in the upper 1% of fulfilled people. And one is purpose. I got to raise them in a way that they have a purpose. And number two, that they treat themselves and others with respect. It will come back. And I think anyone who's got those two things strongly, I think that's the best thing we can do for our kids. So having two kids now, it's like, boom, I have that much more purpose for myself of like being able to successfully raise these kids. Is that much more of a challenge? Is that much more of a game and that much more of a purpose? <clears throat> so that's one reason. And the other reason is that professionally, once I started getting into making equipment and realized that I could get stuff made in America and I've done my homework and it's a simple fact, one small person like myself at a time taking a bit less margin, but doing things here, being able to increase the amount that's actually being produced in America, increasing the minimum wage. I'm looking at like, what, what's Amazon's minimum wage? My goal, I wanna try to double that shit. Now, of course, I want the best. I want competent people. I want purpose-driven people. I wanna give people purpose-driven careers. Those people will probably give me more than two employees who are lacking purpose. But there's a goal, like this is, I'm fired up about making everything needed for my stuff in America, making more jobs in America and increasing minimum wage to like double of what's expected. So that's the other thing that now I'm like, whoa, I just stumbled on it and now I'm so much happier than when I was just doing knees over toes. And now that I'm on this whole new journey of American made equipment and <clears throat> will it have challenges? Sure. But that's all part of the process. And the fact is my happiness just jumped up a notch because of the purpose. So I think this is everything I had on my list for the 10 minutes to cover. The last little example I was gonna give is like calories. Some people talk about measuring calories. Some people say you don't have to measure calories. And there's actually valid reasons for both. And really like if someone's winning on either one, they should be respected for doing that. And you can put out your data and you can effectively communicate about why or why not you would do a certain thing without then having to post a picture of someone else who says the opposite and try to blast them and say nasty things at them. Boom, that's the mistake, that's the trick. And what I do currently is I actually look and have a general understanding of cal calories. I don't like to count my meals each day, but I like to have a general understanding because I eat roughly the same things. And so if I now have a general understanding and if I know Am I trying to gain muscle mass right now? Am I trying to lose body fat right now? I like to have a general idea of understanding calories, but I'm, I'm not then, there, there's nothing I do on a day-to-day -day basis for calories. So right now, the issues that I see on social media of meat, fruit, veggies, calories, that I see people making the posts, using the picture of other people to just absolutely slam them as if they are scum human beings, that, is the incorrect part. That's more, in, even if you want to, even if it's an urge, but look, that's what we're surrounded by. So I'm not even condemning the people doing that because that would be natural to do what you see other people doing. That's why I'm having to unfollow down to zero and hopefully Instagram doesn't just slam me with that shit anyways on, you know how you can't, you have to see like they, they put suggested stuff. So hopefully Instagram suggests it if they are suggesting it and I see that kind of stuff, well, then I'm simply gonna have to do what I've done in the past sometimes where I, 
I don't actually ever just scroll. I, I literally don't even use social media and I just check in on a few key people because some of those key people have given me the kind of motivation and ideas. Like I mentioned with Gary Vee and the kindness thing, that has really worked for me. And it doesn't mean I'm just laying down without a fight. Heck no, I took on, Google used to say, don't let your knees over your toes before I started posting. I took it on with a passion. I got probably way too fired up, crazy purpose-driven. Now, now Google has corrected itself and it's pretty much common knowledge that backward, walking backward, backward sled, is the lowest level of knees over toes training. So knees over toes is not only something not to be feared, but it actually gives you a route to have greater knee longevity and protection. And of course, if you dropped off a building with your knees landing over your toes, or you tried to jump into too much weight with your knees over your toes, that's the point where there is pressure on your knees. So it's really the way you protect yourself is by understanding the subject, not running from the subject. So. That's the kind of stuff I've worked at for the last few years. Now that this is more common knowledge, thanks to Joe Rogan having me on his podcast, look, nothing I've done in terms of social media tips has ever compared with that guy talking about knees over toes. But now that this is more common knowledge, this new thing for me, which I hadn't even conceived of when I went on Rogan, the idea of American-made equipment, it just somehow never, it, it didn't become a thing for me. I wasn't aware of it. Well, now that that's a purpose for me, it's juiced me up to a whole new level. So <clears throat> I have hope that anyone out there can do those two things. Purpose, treat yourself and others with respect. I said I would give last little social media tips. I got the last minute here. And I think the best thing is just uh, swing and, and take your shot. And what I mean by that is I try to make a video that I can put on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Let me open my phone. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. So I could put the same video on six different platforms. Boy, do I wish there was only one social media platform. So it's tough, but if you look at it a different way, it's like, wow, I have six opportunities to reach people with a piece of content. So that happens to be the game, and that's my best current tip. And follow, uh, you know, follow people like Gary Vee, because this was the guy who was calling out TikTok. I remember I only went on TikTok because Gary Vee said to I was like, oh, TikTok. I still hate TikTok. I've never used TikTok. I've never made a post for TikTok. I have, whoops, I opened up the TikTok app. It shut down the voice recording app. Point is I have over 700,000 TikTok followers and I've never made a TikTok. I've only repurposed Instagram content. And I wouldn't have even gone on to TikTok if it weren't for Gary Vee saying so. so Find those people who make you feel like number one and number two, purpose and treating yourself and others with respect. Hope this helps someone's out there. Ah, screwed it up. Whatever. Much love. See ya.